My name is Kate the Socialite and you're listening to episode 55 of The Kate Show. Today I'm talking about offline marketing to high-end clients and this is a little bit out of the norm for me. Usually when you guys tune in every week you hear me talking about ways to market your home furnishings business online but I was recently presented with an interesting challenge from one of my longtime clients and she was asking for a marketing plan that she could use in the real world because Honestly, we all market our businesses online and offline, so it's only fair to give the offline world a little bit more attention. So I'm going to walk you through a four-step process to setting up a marketing funnel and an actionable step-by-step plan that you can use, even if your clients aren't the most high-end, because I know that some of you deliberately go after clients who are in the mid-range, and there's nothing wrong with that, but this one will be particularly tailored to the high-end clients whether you are a workroom, a stager, or a designer. So let's dive right in. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Like I said in the intro, this offline marketing plan is a four-step process, and here is what you're going to learn in today's episode. How to choose your offline marketing outlet, how to get your marketing arsenal and mindset ready, how to set up your own branded event or seminar, and lastly, how to follow up with a funnel. Because yes, funnels are important, and I don't want you guys to get overwhelmed or intimidated when I say sales funnel or follow-up funnel, because the truth is it's just a fancy way of staying in touch with the leads and clients that you get from all your offline marketing efforts. So let's start with number one, choosing your offline marketing outlet. This is where having a collaborative partner in the industry or even outside the industry really comes in handy. And I'm going to be using one of my customers as an example, and I'm not naming names, but she listens to the podcast. I know she's going to start nodding her head like, oh my goodness, I knew I'd become an example on the podcast. But yes, guys, that's what I do. I take situations from real life and talk about it on the show because that's how it stays relevant, fresh, and applicable to you. So my particular client who was looking for this offline marketing package has a really cool gig going on. She's an interior designer and she has partnered with a local paint showroom to serve the showroom's clients. But here's the really cool part. The showroom actually lets her hand out her business card and talk about her own business and her own services to the people who come in looking for a color consultation. And for interior designers, and color consultations are like the easiest way to get your foot in the door because a lot of people, in fact I'd say most, myself included, are very intimidated by color and it helps to know that there are people out there, aka designers, who specialize in it and can help people make the right paint choices because when you're buying or investing in a high quality paint, you want to make sure you're really happy with the color palette you've chosen because it's really hard to return custom paint colors. So here's what you need to do. 
find your showroom partner. And maybe it's not even a showroom. Maybe you already have your own storefront and you sell retail and you can connect with new clients that way. Or you could join a club, a group, a social network that already contains your ideal client. But here's the thing. Unless you're given exact permission from the owner or leader of that group to talk about your services, you definitely cannot solicit. And in the example of my client, she was not and is not soliciting her services. She's just saying, hey, yeah, I'm going to help you while you're here, but if you need more help, here's my card. That is a completely smart way to make multiple sales and get multiple projects without making people feel like they're being sold to. But it would be a problem if in that same example, all she did was say, sure, I'll help you, but you have to hire me first apart from the showroom. She is there to offer a service and be helpful. And then as a byproduct, people want to know more about her and they are more apt to take her business card, not throw it away and actually call her later. And she shared with me that is exactly what is happening. So when you find your group, your tribe, your posse, and it's just a collection of people who are your ideal client, they're being served by another group or organization who is not your competitor, see how you can partner with them. You could try book clubs, country clubs, sport or fitness clubs, walking groups, or neighborhood associations. You don't have to put a ton of time into this. You don't even have to make it a weekly gig, but it would, of course would help if you did. So if you find a group that meets weekly and you can commit an hour or two to showing up, say every Friday morning, whenever they're meeting, make that a really important part of your marketing because there is just something to be said for showing up as a human in front of other humans. Now, you guys have heard me say before how hard it is for people to do that through the online world. So therefore, it should be really easy for you guys to do this. That's why I'm excited to talk about it today. All right, so let's just say, theoretically, you've got your group picked out and you're going to become a part of it either as a business or as an individual and you understand not soliciting your services. You understand that you're there to be helpful, to be a friend, a neighbor, and so on. Well, that said, you still need to get your marketing arsenal and your mindset ready for action, ready for business. There are a few print marketing items you're going to need, and don't worry, it does not involve running an ad. You know how I feel about print ads. But here's what you're going to need. A flyer that is specific to one service that you offer and can have sub-highlights on other services, but don't throw too many things at people at once, okay? Have a flyer that highlights your color consultations and a brochure that does the same thing. It could be a trifold or a bifold. Then make sure you have really great business cards and a printable email signup form, which simply means that you've got a clipboard out there and people can enter their name and their email address, fully acknowledging that they're gonna be on your mailing list and not the mailing list of the organization you're partnering with. Now, here's a trick to making this really work. You have to make these items beautiful and high-end 
Sometimes it just means making sure your colors and your photos are on point, but you could also take it as far as using a thick paper. This does mean it will increase your printing costs, but if you start out with a trial run batch of everything and then figure out how much you will need going forward, you can spend your marketing dollars wisely that way instead of ordering a thousand of everything right off the bat. Because quite honestly, you're just not going to hand out that many, not a thousand, but you might need a, a several hundred. So let's just test the waters and see how it goes. Now, you may already have these things in your arsenal, the flyer, the brochure, the business card, the email sign-up form. And in fact, the sign-up form is the easiest thing to do ever. But the other items require graphic design, they require time, they require investment. And I'm going to share a resource with you guys at the end of this episode where you can get all of those things in a nice, tidy little package so that you can get your marketing arsenal out the door on the right foot. Now, let's talk about your marketing mindset. As you guys know from listening to the podcast, mindset is pretty much 90% of why people are successful or not successful when it comes to marketing their business. So make sure that before you do any marketing of any form, make sure you have approval from the group leader or the association board to post your flyer or place your brochures out where they can be seen. And again, don't solicit at any time. What you can do is reference your business in passing, but be a friend first. So when you're talking with people mingling over wine, over cheese and crackers, you can say, hey, what do you do? And then in turn, they will ask what you do as well. But that's just the key, guys. Ask questions. Let people know that you are interested in them. And by the way, be genuinely interested in them. Don't just master the art of small talk because you want people to ask what you do so you can tell them. Instead, genuinely care about what people are going through and ask questions that will get people really talking. You can also offer to host or coordinate group events. You can plan outings to make sure that you get to know everyone in the group and vice versa. Make sure they get to know you. You can also do something really simple like bring dessert to the next meetup. I mean, quite honestly, guys, food unites people and it creates a new level of intimacy because they will never forget that awesome brownie recipe that you shared with them. And hey, by the way, that's another thing you can do. If you have a really great family recipe for brownies or cake or cookies, bring little cards of that recipe for people to take and make sure you put your contact info on it. And you know, you could put a little line on there about what you do or even a link to your website. That is sneaky. But again, I really want to stress that this is not something that should take over your life. Ideally, it should be one hour a week. Or if you need to make it one hour every two weeks, that is okay too. Just make sure whatever group or organization you join has a habit of meeting regularly, has a good reputation in your area, and most of all, is full of your ideal client because you need to go where your ideal clients are and you can't expect them to come find you. Most of all, be a friend and ask questions and never solicit your services. Make sure that you treat it as social networking and not business networking, even though you and I both know they will end up at your business. Hey guys, just popping in here quick because I've got a question for you. 
Do you have a business partner? Do you have someone who is helping your business move the needle forward every single day? Well, if you're still looking for that special someone, look no further than Nancy Ganzikoffer. She's a business coach for interior designers and other creative entrepreneurs. Nancy understands the unique challenges you face when pursuing your dreams, and she'll help you develop your business identity, set goals, and manage your time. Now, if you're not part of her Facebook group, Actionable Entrepreneurs, you'll wanna get in there right away. Nancy's there every single day, giving tips, support, and lessons to keep you taking action and moving forward in your business. Now, if you're ready to take a giant leap forward, get on her calendar for a strategy call. It's 50 minutes of straight business coaching, and you'll leave that session with clarity, goals, and a direction towards growth in your business. Head over to businesscoachnancy.com forward slash consult. Now let's talk about how you can set up your own branded event or seminar based on all the new contacts you got in your new group or organization that you've joined. So first of all, if you have an actual brick and mortar location, that's going to be a great venue for this event. But you have to have more than just a great venue. You need to make sure that it is fun, it doesn't go on too long, and that it involves some sort of educational, inspirational, or entertaining quality to it so that you're not just standing there in your showroom or in your studio expecting people to come in, have a drink, chat a little, and leave. Go the extra mile and make it something memorable. And I have ideas that you can implement whether you're a stager, a designer, or a workroom. So after we've covered the basis of a good venue, good appetizers, maybe some wine, and a teaching moment, here is what you can do to really up the ante. So make sure you align your event with what you want to be selling, but at no point in this production will you actually make a sales pitch because that will turn people off to you and they'll never come to your events again and they may not even talk to you again because nobody likes to be sold to. So make sure you don't go that route. But here's what you can do. If you are a home stager, you could take your guests on a tour through a home that you recently staged, with that listing agent's permission, of course, and explain the staging process. Explain how it works, explain how much inventory you have to have, explain the de-staging process. Tell them everything. And most of all, tell them why staging works and how it helps real estate agents and homeowners make a bigger return on each listing they sell. If you're a workroom and you actually have a workroom that's not in your home or if you feel comfortable having people in your home workroom, provide them with a tour. Or you could simply sit down at a different venue and provide a one-on-one training on the different types of window treatments. Now you could do this whether you are working to the trade only, retail, or both. Just make sure that you're tailoring the content to match the type of client you want. So if you're currently serving retail and to the trade, but you really want to focus more to the trade, make sure your content is tailored towards what an interior designer would need to know in order to sell window treatments to their client. So you could talk about the best window treatments for each room. You could talk about the window treatment fabrication process. You could talk about all the features and the hardware and the trim that can go with these window treatments to make them completely one-off and really complement the designer's work in their client's homes. 
If you're working retail, then you can still explain the different types of window treatments best for each room. And you can also discuss the problems that a lot of homeowners run into when they try to dress their windows with things from big box stores. Now, don't name any big box stores by name and don't say anything too negative about them. Just talk about the issues that you have run into with clients who used to use window treatments from a box store and then realized it just wasn't working for them, it wasn't the right look, it wasn't it wasn't pulling their home together. Let's put it that way. You can talk to them in that venue in that way as well. Now, if you're an interior designer, this is where it gets really fun you could tour a paint showroom that way your entire event is kind of split 50 50 in cost and such with the showroom itself because the showroom will love the fact that you want to bring a bunch of potential customers into their space and you will also be happy because you'll have all of these potential clients listening to you and they're likely going to need your help coming up with color palettes for their new homes and when you get in their homes they will likely also say, hey, can you help me with the kitchen? Can you help me with the bathroom? All you need is a way to get your foot in the door. And if setting yourself up as a color specialist does that for you, then by all means, work it. Overall, your event should not be more than two hours long and you should make sure it doesn't get too technical or too heavy. Make it a nice mix where the tour takes about a half hour and then you have plenty of time for chatting and mingling. If you decide to add an educational component on top of the tour and the mingling time, make sure that also does not exceed 30 minutes because it can be a lot for someone to take in. But now that we have that established, I would like you to remember that the guest list for your event does not need to be huge. Maybe it's just a dozen people. That's okay. Because if even half of them decided to work with you, well, that's six new clients that you would not have had otherwise. You also need to make sure that you're inviting more than just the people from your new little group. You can also invite your past clients and leads from other sources. So it might be smart to create a separate mailing list within your MailChimp or Constant Contact account. That way you can get in touch with these people. And by the way, if you want to invite these people to an in-person event, you may want to both send an email invite and send an actual snail mail invite. And again, make sure that snail mail invite looks beautiful. It could just be a postcard front and back, but make sure it's high quality with heavy paper and you could even do some embossing if you wanted because you're not gonna have to print a lot of these so you can get pretty creative and fancy with it if you'd like to. Lastly, we come to the most important step of offline marketing to high-end clients or any type of client and that is the follow-up funnel which you could also look at as another sales funnel. Now here's how it works. When people are at your event, you will ask them to sign up on your email sheet if they haven't already, and you'll provide your brochures and business cards so that they can take something with them and stay in touch. You may also offer little party favors that are sweet and preferably chocolate, I'm just saying. Then, three days after your event, send them an email thanking them for showing up, and you can also at that time 
offer your services. So if you want to push those color consultations or any other consults like a staging consult or a soft furnishings consult, now is the time to do it because they just had a great time with you. They remember who you are. It's only been three days. They're not going to be like, who the heck is this person? And they will then start to take action on everything that you have presented them with, especially if the tour or the educational part of your event had really spoken to or highlighted a need that they have, a pain point they struggle with. Now, after that email goes out three days after the event, you need to also make sure that these people continue to hear from you once a month through a monthly newsletter. And monthly newsletters really aren't complicated, but they are so effective. And email marketing is 40 times more effective than Facebook. So instead of asking people from your event to just follow you on Facebook or on Instagram, it's going to be a much smarter move if you just have them in your mailing list and make sure they are receiving your monthly newsletter. That way you stay top of mind with them, you showcase more of your work and your expertise, and most of all, you show them how you understand their problems and you've already come up with solutions. Now, earlier in the episode, I said I'd be sharing a resource with you where you can get the flyers, brochures, business cards, printable email sign-up form, and all the things to make sure your offline marketing is a success. But as we all know, it really wouldn't make much sense for me to tell you to do this and then say, oh, by the way, you have to now spend at least $1,000 getting all these items graphically designed and printed. No, no, no. That's not how we operate here. So here's what I have for you guys. Socialite Vault, as you all know, is my great big marketing platform and it has tools for people in your industry who are looking to market their businesses both offline and online. So I'm launching an offline marketing package at the end of February 2019. So if you are listening after that, you should go get it right this second. But if you're listening to this episode shortly after it comes out, just know that this is in the works and it includes everything the flyers, the trifold brochures, the business card designs, the email sign-up form, and yes, even email newsletters and an event follow-up email that you can send to your people. But I also want you guys to understand this. You don't need my platform, Socialite Vault, to make this a success. You might already have all these tools in your arsenal. Just take another look at them, make sure they're up to date, make sure they're a good representation of your business, and put yourself in your potential client's shoes. Would you be impressed if someone handed you a business card that looks like yours? Would you flip through a brochure that looked like yours? If the answer is, I'm not sure or no, you definitely need to have it redone. And you can go to any graphic designer for this. There are so many talented people out there. And who knows, they might charge you far less than a thousand for this whole suite. It's totally up to you how you would like to spend your money. For those of you who just don't want to go that route and want to have more control over what this marketing package looks like, I suggest you go to socialitevault.com, especially as we near the end of February 2019, so that you can get access to this. And you don't have to stay forever. You can stay for a month and then leave. 
totally fine by me guys but I'm creating this because people are literally begging me for it in the Facebook group and in my inbox and even on the phone so I know this is a need I know that you all need to do more for your offline marketing but you need to do it strategically because you only have so many hours in the day and you only have so much money in your marketing budget and I totally get that so if you think this is can be a good fit or if you have an idea and you're like wait a minute I need something else in that marketing package and Kate didn't mention it then you need to reach out to me because as I'm creating this package I take those requests into consideration so that this can be the most complete package and be able to serve you at the highest level all right guys until next time keep your marketing simple your message clear and I will talk to you later Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.